Made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast, episode number 11, Hunter Keister, co-hosted with K-Mac, Curtis Mackey, back with it, Made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast, another week in sports, uh, another week in the off season. had some baseball kickoff, but that's really about it, nothing uh, to, nothing to really write home about in another week of the off season. Um, but we put together a pretty nice show for you, and we are going to start in the octagon talking about UFC 273. I was able to watch it. Kurt was not. Boo. Um, which isn't no fun. But uh, that was, if you guys aren't familiar, Volkanovski and the Korean Zombie was the main event with Volkanovski winning that fight by knockout. In the fourth round, um, the co-main event was Aljamain Sterling versus Peter, I don't even know how they say it, Jan, Peter Jan. Most people just say Peter Jan, but it went to decision, um, and honestly, Aljamain whooped him. I was thinking Peter Jan was going to uh, win. I thought that he would beat Aljamain. I thought Aljamain looked terrible in the, the first time they fought, but Aljamain really good. With taking the back and doing that kind of kind of like grappling, he's really good at that kind of stuff. So one some of the best I've ever seen, honestly. Just the way he's able to kind of like can, like latch onto people. Yeah. Um. Just constantly and pressuring. And he you. constantly pressured Jan, and he whooped on him. And he got the he got the win, and he deserved it. Gilbert Burns and Kazmat Shemev Shemev. You you know. That went uh that <laughs> went know. to decision. But Gilbert Burns was getting his he was getting his tail whipped pretty bad and still coming forward and still throwing some haymakers. Um it was a really good fight. Fight of the night and some people were saying, you know, it could have been like a they were talking about like a Hall of Fame fight from that night oh, legendary. somebody else. Yeah, they said it could have been like a legendary. Um Mackenzie Dern and Tisha Torres, I saw bits and bits and pieces of so I really can't talk too much on that with uh Mackenzie Dern Winning by decision. And then to, to open the card, it was Vince Pito versus Mark Madsen. And Mark Madsen took that by decision. That was a good fight. Uh, Madsen had good grappling and uh, pretty much, you know, offensively wrestled him and stayed on top of him pretty much the whole fight. So that was a good one as well. Um, Carl, what do you think? Uh, um... What stands out to me is that I'm pretty sure Khabib's guy is undefeated still. And this was one of his like one of his big fights. Um kind of showing that um he's legit. And what what is that? What what is that? 170? Yeah. Welterweight? Yeah. I bet he goes on to fight Covington next. And then this guy, I we have to talk about this guy. I completely forgot about him. Um, talk about who? Ian Gary. This guy is Irish, and he was trying to impress. He was like, he's like, he's like a knockoff Connor. He's he oh like, geez. Yeah, I seen him and I was I was oh. going nuts. He's little like uh, he's an Irish dude, and he's like he already used the. We're not, we're not here to a take part, off. we're here to take over, and all this other stuff. Man. Oh, man, I had to get Kurt's, 
I had to get cursed. I wish I would have saw that. That would have been um, funny. It's funny when people try to branch off of his game. Right. Come on now. That's funny. Um, do we need to talk about? Do you <clears throat> do you want to talk about the any of the other fights? Mm mm. That was it. So yeah, we're gonna jump into uh, what some NCAA eight, some hockey, Frozen Four. Um, Kurt didn't really watch that neither, so I'll kind of fill him in. Michigan took on Denver. Um, Michigan had one of the best college hockey teams I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, With three guys going to the top five, four guys maybe, um, and just an all-around great team. They lose 3-2 in overtime. um, And... I guess what I'll say about that game is it was very lopsided refereed. Um, they weren't the reason we lost this game, but they didn't give us any calls at all. And uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, you know we, you know Michigan is just cursed, man. Final four, they can make it there. They just can't win the whole thing. Um, and I mean Michigan, even in overtime, was controlling the pace of play the whole overtime. They were in there. The, they were in Denver zone the whole time, getting shots off, quality chances, and Michigan just can't score. And then I kept saying, right when Denver would break the zone, they would go down and score. And what do you know? They break the zone a couple passes later, and it's in the back of our net. And we're going home um, as Michigan goes home three to two. As uh, yeah, Denver would go on to play. Minnesota State. Um, I will talk about some Michigan stats here with guys like Portillo in goal. He didn't tell me a save. There it is. Thirty saves. Um, you know, so to give it saving thirty and giving up three ain't too ain't too bad at all. Um, what did what did our star guy do? Owen Power. He had. He didn't do anything. No, it's just no nothing at all. Um, Jimmy Lambert had a goal. Mole, that uh, they were like a, they, they played like their fourth line. This mm-hmm. Lambert dude, and I think Mole might have been on that fourth line too. And he played a lot. But Luke Hughes, the defenseman, he's staying another year. He's a freshman. He was he was I think he was already highly drafted, but he's staying another year. Wait, so they do the draft during the tournament? Like the draft? So you you get drafted and still play in college? When you so they do the draft so they they'll do they, it before but like these guys like he's already on the team that's kind of weird he's already on the team they already like they, they already know, know what going. pro team they're on they're just gonna play how many every how many Games years they, they want how many years they want in college until they're ready to go pro I never knew it was like that that's I figured it'd be I figured it'd be better for teams to draft after. Right. They play their most important so games really to taking, see who's... You might even be taking chances like Luke, Luke Hughes, he looks good, but he's a freshman. What if he's a bust, right? But you don't think so. You know, he, his whole family... You're just kind of figuring the his potential. His whole family, just... he's, like a, he's like a ball. He has two brothers that are in the NHL already. Oh, wow. So, so he, it's just in the blood. Yeah, and he lit it up this year for Michigan. Um, he was a big one. But Bartillo saves 30. Can't really blame him. Owen Power would like to see more. Ken Johnson, I don't even see him on here. Oh, 
There he is. He didn't do nothing. Minus one. Luke Hughes was a minus two when he was on the ice. Um, Langenberg. Wow. Just two to three. Missy and Luke is tough. Still don't have a national championship or anything. I'm dying uh, over here. I feel like it has to be hockey. I feel like it has to be football at this point. It just has to be. It's but been... I I just don't know. 25 years since we've done that. Their goalie only made 19 saves. We gotta make, we gotta have more shots on goal. Wow. They had goals by Cameron Wright, Stapley, somebody else that is not listed on here. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> and, uh, I'll look at the Denver and Minnesota State get Minnesota State that's funny. Kurt, Kurt's like dumbfounded over here, having these small colleges. It's just weird. In the so you said these the sports usually always it's always the bigger schools, right? Um, in the national championship, uh, Ryan Barrow scores Denver's Denver's goal, or Ryan Barrow scores. Mike Bennett scores. They put up five goals. Kurt Masimi Masimi Rizzo. They scored five Abor, times? Yeah, and right again. But they put up five goals. Minnesota State only scored once. So they got they got they got cracked. Yeah, they got they, they got, got cracked. They got beat pretty bad. <laughs> and that goalie that goalie made twenty seven saves, only giving up one goal. So that's a really good save for yeah. Dennis. Um Wow. What what how many I wonder how many shots Denver's offense had. Ooh. I'm gonna guess like forty. He only made fifteen saves? I guess he did give up. So he faced 18 shots, only made 15 saves. That's pretty. That's. I mean, that's. that's not, they just. They didn't really shoot a whole lot, but I guess they got. They just made him in. Yeah. Yep. So they only shot at him 18 times, made five of them. Yeah, I think that's what that says. Oh wait, is that? This is Minnesota. This is uh, Minnesota State's goalie, I think. And he hit five goals. I don't know why it says three. Yeah. Did they have somebody else come in? No. No? It would have been, it they don't run two goalies? Yeah, it would have been right here, but it says goal allowed three, and it should be five. I don't know why it said that, but nonetheless, Denver beats Michigan, goes on to win a national championship. Michigan, once again, still has nothing. No national championships. The drought continues into uh, baseball season. Vanderbilt was uh, the other one. That's the one I was forgetting. Vanderbilt in the World Series. We lost to them. Vanderbilt? Yeah. Vanderbilt? Yeah. That does sound pretty recent, huh? I think yeah. that was within the past two years. Yeah, that was pretty recent. All right. As we finish up with that, we're going to take it to some somber news. We're going to address Dwayne Haskins, his uh, unfortunate passing over the weekend as he was uh, struck by a vehicle as he was training with some other players, just truly sad. He was in the he was in the running for the Steelers starting quarterback spot. Um, Kurt, as a Steelers fan, how do you feel about this? Uh, yesterday when I got up and just checked out what was going on in the world, that was the first thing. The very first thing I saw was that, and my jaw dropped. It's honestly just. 
really sad to hear. Um, just speaking in football terms, he was never going to be the starter, but it's still really sad to see because a lot of teams probably weren't willing to take a shot at him. So we did last year as a free agent. And, you know, I bet his teammates are, they're all, they're all just crushed right now because they were literally just training a couple days ago in Florida. And it was actually Trubisky's idea to bring all of them down there and train together just to get ready for the season. And uh, I guess the story is that Dwayne Haskins was on the side of a highway. He, w- he ran out of gas, so he was stopped over. And he tried crossing over a, a main highway, and he got hit. So that's honestly really sad. He's a little bit older than me, so it kind of just shows, like, you know, you never just know. Anything can happen in this world. Man. Literally, like, that's really sad. Like, nobody should nobody should ever die that young. And just, and the, I, people, I don't know. The ruthless, terrible, I mean, I know you're going to have this with every fan base, but the ruthless people that are, like, um, praising or joking around about his death, you're just, just, come on, get get a grip, man. Um, this is the reality, this is the football, but everybody makes a choice, and just because they didn't choose to play for your favorite team, they're still human beings. He was a great quarterback. He sliced Michigan, and uh, for the people that are like... He had a big, big year yeah. at Ohio State that season he started. Yeah, I think that, he only started one year, right, and he, he had like 50-some touchdowns yeah. to... I don't know if he had double-digit interceptions, he but went, he had a huge he season. He went down as one of the best Ohio State quarterbacks ever. Uh, so for the people in any sport, if you hate the Steelers, if you hate Ohio State, doesn't matter. He's a human being first, and then a football player. And just because he didn't go to your favorite school or go to your favorite team, don't do that kind of stuff, man. Still it's just, sad. It's just not right. Um, prayer to him, condolences to his family. and uh, so. But as we'll move on past him a little bit and look at what the quarterback is waiting to look for looks like for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kurt. What do you uh, What do you think? Rudolph has obviously been your front runner, I assume. That that changed the moment we signed Trubisky. Oh, he's going to be the, okay. he's going to be the starter, hundred percent. And if they fiddle faddle with the situation at all, I'm going to be pissed. So There's no way Rudolph said, should be the starter. You think he should? You think Trubisky should start hundred percent? Hundred percent. That's why they signed him. Otherwise. You would have been better off drafting someone, but they still, just from what I'm thinking, if 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 Malik Willis is there when, at 20, I think they're going to take him. Bringing it back now, going to talk about Saints, Eagles, trade. Should have been last week, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about it now because we forgot. The Saints ended up getting the 16th and the 19th pick and 194. They give up their first round pick, which was 18. They give up 101, which would be a third? Um, That'd be, yeah, about a third-round pick, and middle of the third. 237 should be. They also give up. I didn't know they gave up next year's first-round yeah, pick. Yeah, they gave up next year's first-round pick to get another first-round pick this year. I like it. Now, it makes sense. The trade makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense because New Orleans, they're definitely – I think they want to get a quarterback. But I don't think these, this draft class and what next year's draft class could potentially be, I don't think it stacks up. So to be out of the first round for next year, especially if you're 
kind of bad like the Saints could potentially be. That's a huge gamble to give up your first round pick. I see that, but here's the biggest thing is if we're to look into next year, you're probably going to assume that Bryce Young and C.J. Shroud go top five. Oh, yeah. So are the Saints going to be that bad? I don't see it. Probably not. And that's like next year's class probably is going to be better, but you just never know. I just don't think we're at the point in in a like almost a rebuild, not quite quite that, but – I don't think we're in a in a position to where we should be trading our next year's first round pick. I think that's that's a. They're wow. probably looking to get a and a quarterback and a receiver or something like that. Yeah, I feel like the Saints get definitely, a little offense going. The Saints definitely take a quarterback at sixteen or nineteen. Now I think if you're trading into this class, I think it's for one. It has to be. It's for one reason and one reason only. Unless you bundle them and trade up, really high. But I think they go quarterback receiver and. Please. Just, Chris Olive. No. No. Just let it be, <laughs> let it be uh, Traylon Burks, Drake London, one of them guys, please. But if we're going quarterback, give me Malik. Give me Malik. Give me Malik. Yeah, that's the only guy I want. Give me Malik Bush. Um, But, yeah, we just had to touch on that. We completely forgot about it. And uh, yeah, I, I, it was a pretty big trade, and we just completely slipped our mind. So, uh, 100%. Draft coverage will be more next week as we slowly approach the draft and some uh, exciting offseason as we've been just in some dry a dry spell for a while. But as the Saints kind of got fleeced in that one, um, but you can say that they got fleeced on one aspect. But if you're the Saints and you're you have a, but a if they team, get their guy, if you have a team that can win now, almost but they're pretty close, um, and you get a quarterback that's you know serviceable in Malik Willis and another good receiver. It all kind of makes sense if you win. You know what I mean. If you if you have a bad year, this trade fight makes no sense. But if you're in a position to win at the end of the year, then you can say, okay, we did that and we made those picks worth something. But uh, we'll stay in the NFL and we will continue our weekly NFL division that I that I like to call worst to first. We're gonna go over to the AFC East. And out of the remaining divisions, we thought that was the most exciting to talk about. That is the Bills, the Patriots, the Dolphins. And Jets. And the Jets. Yep. Um, Curry, you always go first when I do this. When we do this, yeah. I feel like. So let me kind of take hold for this one. Um, All right. As I look to rank the AFC East. Four to me is easily still the Jets. I think they're getting, they're making strides. I mean, like, I feel like they've been, but outside of, like, the couple years with Mark Sanchez, the Jets have kind of been like Michigan to me. They've just been pretty bad for quite a while. I mean, they made a couple of AFC, like I said, made a couple of AFC championships with Mark Sanchez. Outside of that. That was 12 years ago. Yeah. They've been pretty bad for quite a while. So, the Jets, they're making good strides. I like the team they're putting together. I think they, you know, I, I, I who's their quarterback? Honestly. Zach Wilson was Zach Wilson. who they drafted last year to BYU. I Zach Wilson. Yep. Um, so you know they're they're getting up. They're putting pieces together. Um, I still don't. I think that division got a lot better, and they're still light years behind all of them. So they're still at four, last in the division to me. If I had to give them a win total, I really feel like they're going to be probably bottom half of the. Bottom half of the league. Um, 
Probably at like a bottom ten. Probably at like a five win team to be completely honest. I think that that division probably they might even go they might even get go winless in that division. They might get a game off the Colts, but the Pats and the Dolphins, I don't think they drop a game up to them, to be honest. Um so five wins for the Jets if they continue their everlasting rebuild. Uh that never uh, seemed to end. Never. <laughs> I'll go with them there. As for three, it's, what do I got? We got the Colts, the Dolphins. No, no, we got the Colts, Jets, Pats, and Bills. Colts. The Colts are in the AFC oh, South. Okay. Colts. Okay. So, three. Shoot. So you got out of Miami, New England, and Buffalo. Miami. Okay. Miami got to be Miami. Miami New England should be another close race for third and second place. I think that they're probably it's probably a close race. But honestly, I'm going bold here. I'm gonna put the Patriots in third. Cause I think the I think the Patriots are third at probably probably nine wins. Probably nine and nine and eight. I'd say. That's what it yeah, that's what they'd be if they had nine wins. <laughs> uh I'd say ten wins. Nine, ten wins. For the Patriots, give me the Dolphins in in sixth in second place with right right around that 10, 10 to nine wins. I think they just finished higher. You're saying within a game of yeah, each other, probably. Within, yeah, they're within a couple games. I think second, third place, and within a couple games. I think it's another close race. Um, but the Bills got a lot better in this offseason. if they draft right. You know, they give me another running back. Um, help Josh Allen out some more as he's just been phenomenal for them. Their defense is still pretty good. They got a good chance to to do some damage in the AFC this year. Um, and I like them to finish at first with 11 wins. I'll give them 11 wins and uh, they'll win the division. Alright. Um... Fourth place for me, no question, the Jets. They suck. They've sucked my whole life, I feel like, honestly. I'll tell them. Outside of that little stretch of two or three years, ain't really been nothing. Um, Not much really to say. They're just Zach Wilson, and they just don't – I just feel like they don't have any good players. Like, they just – nobody really in offense, enticing. I mean, they got uh, – just nobody really. Michael Carter Jr. is all right, though. Um, third place for me is Miami. I am not a Tua believer. I kind of thought he just looked great in Alabama because every quarterback does there. But I think he looked pretty all right until he got hurt, though. I think that injury really hurt him, Yeah. that hip surgery. Because your your hips is where you go, your torque, your torque from when you throw. Right. But, um, you know, it's going to really show if – Tyreek going to Miami, you know, if Tua doesn't look good this year, then it's not a good look because yeah, yeah. they've literally added so many players around him um, this offseason. So this is his year. If he's that guy, then, you know, Miami should they could definitely, if he steps his game up, he can. they can definitely go to the playoffs. Miami's a decent team, so I think if he steps up, they could. But I still got them in third. Jets probably, yeah, five wins, six wins. Nothing more, that's for sure. Uh, Miami, I'm going to say nine, maybe ten wins. 
like I said, it's solid. We play... Oh, we actually play the... Yeah. We play all these themes this year. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, Pat's at two. Um, Mac Jones, year two. Bill Belichick, the defensive guru. Added Jabril Peppers. Um, they always got a solid defense. Um, and their offense is just manageable. It's not too bad. It's not too spicy, but... We'll see how Mac Jones looks this year. Maybe he'll step up. Maybe he'll be a game manager still. We'll see. But I like I like New England at two. Probably ten wins. It's gonna be real close for me with those two teams. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they made any of the big moves. They never make any big moves. That's just how New England goes. They don't. They don't really add a whole lot. Um, Buffalo for me still is the top team in this division. They're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Josh Allen is phenomenal. He's really developed nicely since 2018. That is for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, they they added uh, an extension to Stephon Diggs, so he's going to be there for a while. Tredavious White will be back this year at some point off of a torn ACL, so that'll help. And, I mean, Josh Allen has just been – great the past two seasons so and if not for some bad defense by Buffalo they go to the championship game against uh Cincinnati so I like them at I like them in first for sure um should be a pretty good division um you know you could argue maybe three playoff teams but I'm gonna say at least two will probably get in and uh, that's about all I got honestly yeah I think we covered that well, touched on that division, um, and that was pretty much it for this week, right? Yep. Another, uh, getting to another week of the offseason here, kind of spice things up with the draft looming, getting ready for that, um, but another week made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast, hope you guys enjoyed this one, like, comment, subscribe, follow us, We can, anywhere you can find a podcast, we're on there. Made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast. Um, share it with your friends. We hope you guys enjoyed. And until the next one, I'm out See of ya. Here. Peace.